a couple of days ago, I went to a supermarket around the way from where I live. It's not that it's only a few minutes from where I live and they close at 10. I'm running late. I'm trying to get in there. I'm, I want to pick something up for my mother. She's not feeling that good. So I'm walking through the door. I'm walking through the door and I just happened to notice there's a guy. Apparently he's uh, getting water, uh, filtered water uh, from a dispensary uh, at the front of this store. I didn't really notice that. I just kind of I, I just kind of thought he was hanging out. And then I pass him by and he's like, oh, hey, man, can I talk to you? And I must have been in Kathmandu mode because typically when people ask that question in Kathmandu or they just ask you a question like, where are you from? It's an opening to start a conversation so they can ask you for money or offer you help or give you something so you give them a donation. It's usually not a good opening. Okay, so I was I wasn't really short with the guy, but I was just very abrupt. Like I just kind of looked at him. And uh, he was like, hey, man, can I talk to you? And I was like, well, he saw that I paused for a moment and he said, oh, I, well, he, I lost my my hand, too. And that's when I kind of slowed down. I was like, OK, this guy's a one handed chap, you know, and and uh, I was like, yeah, man, what's up? He's like, well, I just wanted to ask you, like, uh, you know, how did you lose your arm? Like, wh when did you lose your arm? That kind of thing. And I said, uh, well, I, I was born like this. And it kind of threw him. He's like, oh, you, you were born like that. He's like, oh, I lost mine in an accident. And then he's like, oh, you were born like that. And I was like, yeah, it's all I've ever known. And he paused for a moment. And then he said, wow, uh, being a kid must have really sucked. <laughs> and I slightly giggled. I said, yeah, it was really hard. But, you know, I mean, this is the life I have. So, you know, I was about to say, you know, what what's what option do I have? You know, like just believe that it sucks or and suffer or choose to be happy. And uh He's like, oh, I just, you know, I was hoping I could talk to you about the amount of pain that I have. And maybe if you lost your arm in an accident or your hand in an accident, you know, I was going to ask you if you experienced all the pain that I do. And I said, well, is that phantom pain? You know, because people who typically lose a body part can kind of feel that their arm is there. But he said, well, no, it's just I have excruciating pain around, you know, the, the his right hand was missing. Uh, he's like around the right side of my body, my chest. He's like, it's searing. It feels like my skin's getting burned off. And, um, and then he showed me this huge scar on the back of his neck where they cut, they, you know, they cut open into his spine to cut some nerves to prevent the pain from occurring. Apparently this is done for another, uh, another, uh, set of symptoms, uh, maybe a certain kind of back pain. I'm not quite sure. He said, oh, it didn't even work. Actually, I'm in more pain. I take a lot of drugs for the pain. I want to get off the drugs, but, you know, I just don't know what to do. And I, I offered some other suggestions. I'm trying to open up a conversation, but mostly he was in talking mode. And I was like, well, have you done anything homeopathic? He's like, I've done it all. I've tried everything. He's like, nothing works. I'm always in a lot of pain. I'm taking all these drugs and and uh, and then he started talking about driving. He's like, you know, it's really hard for me to drive. I, I used to have a muscle car. I want another muscle car, but the stick shifts on the other side and I can't cross over, you know, trying to cross my left arm over to shift. And, you know, and I was like, well, no, man, that's dangerous. You know, and I said, well, 
You know, you ever thought about living in a different country? Like, I just got back from Nepal. They drive on the other side of the road, and the, the steering wheel's on the other side of the car. I was like, then you could do a stick shift with your hand. He's like, oh, I could never live in Nepal, and, or even like Britain, or, you know, Malaysia, anything like that, you know? And then, then he just started going into this thing about how hard his life is, and and uh, he's like, well, I got a huge settlement, you know. He's like, I, I don't have to worry about money. I don't have to work. I have a couple of houses, you know. I, he's like, I'm fine. But, you know, he's like, he's like, look at me, you know. He's like, I'm, you know, I can't do anything. He's like, people look at me like I'm less. And, you know, I, I wanted to interject, but he, I could tell he just wanted to kind of, well, slightly unload, right, just kind of take all this off. And he's like, oh, it's so hard to do stuff, and my friends won't even hang out with me. And he's like, and... You know, he's like, even trying to find a girlfriend, he's like, I can't even, like, he was giving me numbers. He's like, oh, I used to pull, like, seven and eights, and now I'm just scraping the bottom of the bucket. And, and uh, you know, that's when I, I was like, okay, this guy's hurting. He doesn't really want to hear what I have to say. And, you know, I just kept apologizing, and I wanted to tell him that I'm here for him, and maybe we could talk about something. And, uh, you know, because I wanted to work more on his pain situation, because I was kind of thinking that maybe it's like, it's not, it's more psychosomatic, you know. Yeah, of course, it's like I, physically he can feel it, but it's not a phantom pain. It could just be maybe the accident was in Boise and he's just really struggling here and maybe he just needs to get out. You know, just talk to him about uh, going to another country, like spending a month in Haiti or, you know, just someplace beautiful, Bali, right? Just hang out, you know, just get on a beach, you know, the Caribbean, whatever, you know, the Canary Islands, just... You know, and just kind of like not have a lot to worry about, not have this pressure, not to be in that environment. And, and, and uh, you know, just to kind of be in a situation where I guess he's not being judged all the time. You know, there was really nothing I could say. He ended up leaving really fast, like. You know, I mean, the store was closing. You know, this guy came in, the the supermarket workers like, hey, you got two minutes and that's a hard two minutes. And the guy's like, well, man, I just wanted to know how, you know, what happened to your hand. And, and you know, just you know, I'm just having so much trouble. And he was gone. So there wasn't even an opportunity to connect a little more deeply with him. But, you know, th these are interesting one handed conversations that I have. A lot of people approach me about having one hand or people that lost a hand or, you know, what what has happened a number of times is that people will have like a, a damaged arm through an accident or, you know, or just it, it just didn't grow all the way or it's just, you know, it's not that usable. And uh, people talk to me about getting those like amputated so they can be more free, you know, and on, on a couple of occasions, people are like, well, you just move so open and free and relaxed and you know, you look so happy. It's like, you know, my arm hurts all the time and I can't even use it and it gets in the way and I'd love to get it amputated. And, you know, I think there's something for this guy. I There was something I could have helped him with, but man, he just, it was, he just was telling me how hard his life is. And I, I can't even imagine losing a hand. I mean, I only have one. It's all I know. But, if, you know, it just, it's got to be hard, you know, and I just, I just listened to him. I was there for him. And then he was vapor, you know, and then I went and got my stuff and I went home. But I've been thinking about the guy for the past couple of days. Maybe I'll see him again here in Boise, you know, and, and uh, we can communicate a little more. I, I think there's something that can be done for him. Uh, but I don't think it's, you know, he said he's tried everything. He's taken a lot of drugs and has had surgeries. And, you know, I think it, it, it could just be as, 
you know, you might as well try going to Bali for two months and see if you still experience that kind of pain because it might not be physical. You know, we do so much to our, our thinking. The way we think about ourselves does so much to who we are. We have to be very mindful of that. Okay, my friends, there it is. Podcast 270. I'll be speaking to you next week. Namaste. See, I told you. He's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets. <laughs>